0: Get ready to learn the top secrets and simple strategies for living the life of your dreams. Welcome to Living the Dream podcast, where it's not just about achieving your goals in the future. It's about enjoying your journey along the way. Here are your hosts, Krista Joy and Christy Fredericks.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, we're talking about overcoming our limited beliefs. We are super excited to have an expert on the line to give us her top five tips for doing this. But before we get to that, we wanted to talk more about what this all really means.
2: Beliefs are like road signs that point us in the right direction. Without beliefs to guide, it would be impossible to know how to act. But there's a catch. The right direction is always the one that supports the belief so personal beliefs are chronic self fulfilling prophecies this is a good thing when our beliefs are positive as we are likely to create a positive upward spiral that lifts us towards success however
1: we need to learn how to overcome limiting beliefs when they are negative because they'll drag us down our guest today believes in empowerment joy motivation growth and grace, and being fulfilled after 50. Her website, fulfilledafter50.com, is the filling station for the midlife woman. We all need encouragement and inspiration, so this is a sisterhood community built around empowering women in this season of life. Alice is also your ultimate guide to achieving a healthy lifestyle and today she's got your top 5 ways to overcome those limiting beliefs. We can't wait to dive in. Alice Edgerton, welcome to the show.
3: Hi ladies, thank you so much for having me. It's such a joy to just be able to come together and to converse and just different seasons of life that I think that all of us go through, come through, grow through. And so today I am talking about, you know, limiting beliefs. And before we dive into that, I thought I'd give your listeners a little bit of background on me, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. And we'd love for you to share your links too. I know you're on Facebook and YouTube and you have a website and and also a podcast. So we'll share that now and we'll share it again at the end, if that's okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. So yes, you can find me at fulfilledafter50.com as Krista mentioned in the beginning. And then my podcast is Fulfilled After 50. And that basically is all across the boards, the YouTube channel. And I have a Facebook group also Fulfilled After 50 that women can come into. Normally it's women entering in to really the empty nest season because that generates a lot of struggles that some of us go through and so that i'll just lead that into my story as to how god's calling came into my life and it was when my last child left for college and i woke up one morning not really realizing what was my purpose in life anymore And my community was lost after he left. And I thought, well, God, what do you have left in me? Because my purpose has left the door. And so it took a lot of reflection and it took a lot of growth for me to come to realize that I'm not in this thing called life alone, and there's other women that are going through this as well. And honestly, the real turning point in my life is as I was in this downward spiral, and I just could not get out of my head the tape that kept playing over and over again. And when your body goes into a form of stress, different things happen to your body. And for me, it threw me into a early menopause state. And so when that happened, um, I grew into um, some depression, which I have never encountered before in my life. And then as I am into this state that not knowing how to get out of, my husband, who is a custom home builder, he took off for work one day and he took our pit bull Roxy with him. And she goes everywhere on all the job sites with him. And one day they took off. She acted a little bit different this day. She normally has her head out the window, her tail wagon. Well, this day was different. This day, her head was placed on his console and it never left eye contact with him as they went down the road. And about five minutes down the road, my husband said, "Hmm, I must have slept on my shoulder wrong. It feels a little odd. And then they get to a stoplight and he feels a little tightness in his chest and he locks eyes with our dog and a feeling came over him that he's never had before. And at that time, he knew that he was having a full blown event. So he turned around And he dropped off Roxy at our house, the house I was in, in the shower and he dropped off Roxy and Roxy came straight upstairs and stood at the shower door until I got out. She's never done that before. But she knew if I saw her, she knew that I knew that she should not be home. And so I opened the shower door and I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you sick? What's wrong with you? You know, like talking to your dog, like a person, you know, they are one of our kids, right? Right. (laughs) So then, you know, I'm texting my husband. I'm like, oh, my gosh, is the dog sick? Did she throw up in the truck? What happened? And then he called me and he's like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm walking into the emergency room. And so at that point, both our lives changed on a dime. And when you feel like you have almost lost the love of your life, like my kids have left. So that like I was in a form of grief, like none other. I was like that mom who went to all their basketball. We did travel baseball. My daughter was a cheerleader. She did pageants. It's like, i I was that mom and then my husband now has a heart attack which it was in his widow maker. and if he had made it to the job site ladies, I would not have him here today. Mm. Yeah. And so at that point that ER doctor says you need to change your lifestyle right now. So I suggest that you leave and you go get the Mediterranean Diet Cookbook right now. He's gonna be here a couple of days, so you go get that book right now. And sure enough, that is exactly what I did. So in turn of just throwing myself into rehabbing him, he actually saved my life as well. Because when my nutrition came into balance, my hormones came into balance naturally, and it changed my state of mind. So then, people started seeing a difference in my husband, who lost fifty pounds because he quit eating ice cream every night at eleven o'clock, and and cut down on some liquid consumption that needed to be cut down on. And so, and so, as our lives began to change, I was able to go teach others how to do that as well. Also, as I discovered this new lifestyle for us, it also has effect on our mind, our brain and our thoughts. So what I teach in my group Fulfilled After 50, it's really all about nurturing of your mind, body and soul. Because you really can't heal your body through food alone because our food is also our thoughts and our beliefs. And until we change that, we can't, we can't really change our state. And, you know, I love to use analogies when I'm storytelling as well. And when I say change your state, think of like a running water and you're filling up an ice tray and you freeze it and it turns into an ice cube. So that changes the state of the water, right? So we want to sort of change our state of mind. And it's summertime now, and we think of planting our gardens, right? I have a garden outside my house of cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers. If we don't tend to that garden every day, what happens? Those weeds come in, Mm -hmm. and it starts to just strangle everything, and it kills it. And so that's sort of like our mind and our thoughts and our beliefs. And I think of it as tending to that garden every single day. It's tending to those weeds and you want to plant those flowers. And in order to plant those flowers, we have to plant those thoughts every single day. And how do we plant those thoughts? So I'm giving you really just... Five ways to just help you with those limiting beliefs because as women, and I think women probably where the worst is this, what do we do? We get up in the morning and we start scrolling social media. And what happens? We we find ourselves in the state of comparison. And we all know that comparison is the thief of joy. And that's really like Satan coming into our lives, just trying to just rob us of our happiness. And then when we have those limiting beliefs, also, it also plays on our fears. And we're fearful of what people think if we want to go out and start a new business, like when we are in our 50s, or if we even want to change our state of health. And they think like, well, you're too old to do that. You can't do that. What are you thinking about? And we start listening. To other people's sayings and thoughts about ourselves. Isn't that right? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely.
3: Yes, absolutely. Mm, yes. So, you know, the first thing I encourage every woman here that I firmly believe on is to look at your circle of friends that you were surrounding yourself with. And I believe it's Jim Rohn that says, your top. Five people that you surround yourself with, you are the average of those. So I encourage you if you have any negative friends, any toxic people that are trying to come in and just strangle you, is to weed them out. My circle of friends, ladies, has gotten so small because I only surround myself with people who can combat that negative thinking with a positive thought. Mm -hmm. And it requires work every single day. I tell my kids every single day, like when they walked across that stage with that college diploma, I'm like, you know, guys, that learning does not stop The day that you walked across that stage, it is only just beginning. And until you can learn something new every single day, you will just start dying. If you do not expand yourself, learn and grow every single day, because God put us here to impact other people. And the only way you can do that is when you are growing yourself. And so, when you expand your growth and your learning, you're able to go out and impact others because you're growing yourself. And as you're growing yourself, you're able to impact others. And so, I had to learn that myself. And through these five ways, it has really helped guide me because if we do not get up with intentional living, Like our day will run us instead of us running the day. So I'm all about intentional living. What is your intention for the day? Because we all get up with either two choices. It's basically you've already made your decision today on how your day's going to go. You got up either with, you're just going to let the day run you and you have no intention for what's going to happen or you have gotten up with an action plan. And so that leads me into my first action to go develop a clear plan. And the first thing is to write down 10 goals you want to accomplish the next 12 months okay so what are your top 10 goals that you have for the next 12 months and then step two is pick your most important and impactful goal that you want to achieve so every year my year may not necessarily be from January to December and 2020, it has been a different kind of year, hasn't it? So, those goals we started out with in January may not necessarily be the same. And, you know, I am also an event planner for high training coaches and consultants that do live events. And so the live event industry has changed massively for 2020. So my calendar that was booked every single month of travel is now wiped clean. So how do I pivot? And now, how am I going to reach those goals I had for myself to now pivot to reach that goal? And so that, you know, step two is like pick your most important and impactful goal. So that goal meant I had to turn all those live events into virtual events. Mm-hmm. And then the third plan of action is to create a deadline for your major goal. I also have a subscription box service. So I send out subscription boxes. You can find it on Crate Joy. My membership ladies get that. I have a membership. It is um, a part off of Fulfilled After 50. They can join a membership. Like they get trainings like this every month from me. And they get a special box that gets delivered to them every single month. And so I have a number in my head of how many subscribers that I want. And so it's create a deadline for your major goal. And I have a date, a specific date that is written down on a vision board of what that major goal is. And then the fourth action is make a list of all the things that you need to do to achieve that. I can't just throw a number out there in the world and hope that it sticks like a noodle to the wall, right? I have to have a plan of action to achieve it. I just can't get up in the morning and say, God, please bring me all these people today. That won't happen. Sure, you have to have the faith that he's going to guide your steps, but you have to have the action to go out and take it, right? right? And then the fifth and last final step that I'll give you is commit to working on that goal every single day. I think that's the biggest thing that I see in clients and women that I have coached is they're like, I just don't understand why this isn't working, whether it's a health goal, a business goal, a financial goal, a relationship goal. I'm like, how much work have you put into it? Do you just get up in the morning and say, okay, whatever happens today is what happens? No. No that is not going to get you anywhere. It's like commit to working on that goal every single day. And I always, always have a plan of action, a morning routine, and it's going to get done every single day. And in the morning when I get up, I'm having a plan of action. And if my day gets thrown off by either um, I have elderly parents, and trust me, something's going to get thrown off in my day, then I just continue on. And then if I haven't done it in in the day that I said, then if I get just the top three goals that I've set out for that day, it's okay. Then go to the next day. But remember that today is a new day to just... Take a little bit of step after step to get to your goal. And then the last thing I'm just going to leave you with is a quote, and it is a Bob Proctor quote that there are no limits on what you can achieve with your life, except the limits you accept in your own mind. And so that, you know, I'm just going to leave you ladies with that. And I hope that it helps touch some of your listeners and helps them implement just sometimes what our limiting beliefs can do. And fear just can paralyze us if we just sit back and analyze it. Right. Amen. That is the
1: truth. I have so many questions, Alice. Do you have a few more minutes to stay with us?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Go ahead.
1: I'm sure, Christy. do you have a lot of
2: questions too? I do. I do. So I 100%, I love all of your tips. And I think for me, okay, so I can come up with my plan and I can figure out what one I want to do, but I get lost in the planning phase. Like I have trouble setting a deadline. And then when I set a deadline, I feel like, well, it's just a deadline that I set so i tend to like let that deadline go how do you how do you push yourself over from spending hours and hours on the planning piece and how do you actually get yourself to take action i struggle with the okay now it's time to take action how do i push myself over the edge get myself going
3: well i think that's a lot of problem with entrepreneurs for one we are total consumers right we want to consume yeah. consume consume and then when it comes to the implementation We fall back on that and it doesn't happen. So the key is and it took me years and years, uh, Christy, to actually get this for myself as well, because I would buy courses and courses and courses and keep consuming and consuming and just wonder why am I still on this hamster wheel? And so, and then you, this is, again, part of that limiting belief is knowing that you know enough to start, knowing enough that it's okay to put yourself out there in the world. And so I do have a number one bestselling book also. It's called Fulfilled After 50, How to Live the Life You Desire and Deserve. And that hit Amazon number one. And the way that I went about that, I am not a writer, ladies, like writing is not something I love to do, but there was a deadline and I wrote it with a partner and we started in October and we mapped that whole thing out. And you know what I had to do? I had to cut my phone off. I had to cut off all social media because it was painful for me to write this book Mm. and Every single week I had to do a chapter and I had to do it, do or die, whether I wanted to procrastinate or not, that was not an option. And I think, Christy, that's what needs to happen. It needs to become a priority where it is not optional for you not to take action. And then we had a deadline that it was going to be published in February. And it came out Valentine's day. Wow.
2: Okay. So I got to set this deadline and it's got to be firm and solid and there's just no, no wiggle room. Just get it done.
3: Yes. But in that deadline also you're putting an action step. So you have a deadline and then you're mapping out, is it that deadline 90 days from now? So I have a, a deadline too of 90 days. What am I doing every single day to get me a new subscriber? That may be uh, emailing my list. I, You know, that's something I don't like either. But it's something that your listeners and your subscribers, they want to hear from you. So it's something that you have to do like every single week. Well, that was my you. question.
1: If you'd be willing to share, I would like to know what your three things were today or yesterday Just as an example, because I know you have three things you got to do before you feel good at night and go to sleep feeling good about it.
3: Exactly. So I can tell you this week is one of my critical weeks because it is box week for me. And right now I do that solely by myself. So I know that that is a non-negotiable for me. So you have to prioritize like important and urgent what is urgent and what is important? So for me, for me today that, you know, this podcast was urgent because it was planned. It was scheduled. That's going on the top of my calendar. And I have block scheduled that time out. So before this, I am totally filling myself up in the morning. I am journaling. I am meditating. I'm going through my morning routine. And then I'm writing down what are my goals that have to get done today? What is urgent? What is important?
1: So you do your morning meditation, your morning routine, and then decide your three things.
3: And I go over my goals each and every day. That's what keeps you centered. That's what keeps you focused. So my week is planned out every Sunday and I go over meal prep with my people on Sundays because that's one thing taken off my plate. If I meal plan on Sundays, I'm not thinking about my meals. It's not taking the energy away from me. I already have that planned out. So I'm not thinking about that. That's some energy that I don't want taken from my thought process. Does that make sense? It
1: does. And I think we're just going to have to have a series with Alice so she can teach us all these things.
2: <laughs> I do too. I do too. I I am going to need this reinforced because we're gonna. I'm going to have to continue to re-listen to this episode. And when my deadlines approach and where I'm procrastinating, I, I think we need you, Alice, especially about procrastination, because I will set the deadline and then I'll be like, oh, that deadline, ooh, that's really far away. I can, you know,
3: Yeah, a good thing with that is that you ladies have each other. And so in my group, I have a journal challenge going right now because a lot of women, they want to know how to journal because journaling has so much scientific research. It's proven study of so many health benefits that journaling does, but a lot of women don't have the discipline to do that. So I have partnered 50 women in my group that have raised their hand that said, yes, I'm committing to that for the week and they are partnered. And it is amazing ladies. What is happening in that group just on Tuesday.
1: I love it. I've, I've seen your stuff. Cause I'm in your group and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. What's happening right here.
2: Your tribe yeah. is
1: leaning on each other at this point. It's, it's really brilliant. It's a wonderful idea.
2: Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. When you, uh As soon as you put it out there and you have someone that you're working with then you're accountable to someone else you feel this sense of responsibility oh i can't let this person down even if it's someone you've just don't even really know in real life and it's just someone through social media you still feel this oh wow i gotta do my part because they're doing their part and if i don't do mine i'm gonna you know that's not good you know they're they're making the effort i need to make the effort Yeah, though, as women, like I feel like we care and we're accountable and we're responsible to so many other people. But when it comes to ourselves, when it's a deadline that we set for ourselves, and it's just, you know, something to do for me, I go, eh." I just let myself down. Like, I'm okay letting myself down, but I don't feel okay letting others down. Yeah, like that's an adjustment in mindset, you know, that I'm, I'm just as important. But I need, my needs are important and my goals are important. I
1: should
3: exactly. care about them. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, I think we could have an episode on each one of your five tips, probably just to teach everybody how to implement them. I mean, now that we know what they are next, we need to learn how to, how to apply it to daily life. So, but you've got the book and you've got the website, the YouTube, will you go through that again, just um, so everyone can follow you and keep in touch um, as you're doing all this wonderful stuff, Alice.
3: Yes. So I have fulfilledafter50.com and then my Facebook group Fulfilled After 50. If you love what you see in there, there's a membership that spins off of that. And then YouTube and my podcast is the same. It's on Stitcher and iTunes. So it's all Fulfilled After 50. I just keep it uniform.
1: And what do you send in the subscription boxes typically?
3: So every month is a different theme. I go through 12 months. I do plan that out. That's part of my planning process. So every month is a theme. So whatever training I am doing in my membership, they get a box to go along. And I'll just give you examples. So August is this month coming up. It, I have a Joyce Myers book in there. It's called Mind Connection. And it talks about how to achieve happiness and joy in your life. And then a beautiful journal to go along with that. And it's a guided journal. So and then I always have an affirmation card for them to put up in their mirror. So it's either three to four items a month, depending on what the month is. So that's what this month is.
1: I love it. That's amazing. Well, everybody needs to run and not walk to uh fulfilled after50.com and get on your subscription list and and start uh following you on Facebook I'm so pleased that we got to talk today Alice thank you for being with us on the show
3: absolutely thank you ladies for having me have an amazing awesome day
1: you too we'll Thanks, you we'll too do it again soon thank you
3: Alice. Okay. Bye. bye 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 so everyone
1: once again, that was Alice Edgerton. Isn't she awesome? It was really great having her on the show, right, Christy?
2: Oh, my gosh. She was amazing. I so have I, questions. I really need to put all of those things in practice. And uh, she's taught us so much today.
1: Yeah, she was fantastic. And we want to thank everybody, too. We had um, quite a few of you write in with your personal experiences with overcoming
2: belief barriers. So we wanted to go through and read some of those. Thank you guys for writing in yes thank you everyone we love uh, we love it when you share your stories and the first one is from april sherlock and she said while i deal with my fair share of anxiety and depression the one thing i do is claim the life i want instead of saying this sucks things will never work out i say this is where i am right now but things will change and i will do xyz
1: I love that. I think that's kind of back to what Alice was saying. We got to be clear about where we're going so we can yes. reach
2: patient. Yeah. Great thoughts there, um, April. Thank you so much. And then we have from um, Diana Phillips. She says, anxiety, depression, scared, et cetera. But I will never say, why me? I will embrace it and say, here I am. And no, I am never alone. And Alice said those exact words, right? That we're never alone. That, um, you know, that we're all in this together and groups like Alice's where you can connect with other women or people that are dealing with these same things are so powerful and so helpful.
1: Yes. And Christine L. Thomas wrote in, Christine is a dear friend of mine. And we don't really keep in touch that much. But she's one of those friends that she's going to be there when I need her. She's had me over for Thanksgiving dinner when I had nowhere to go. And she's just a dear, precious friend. I love her so much. And Christine is one of those people with this amazing outlook and attitude. Um, you know, she's had her fair share of things go on that were less than ideal, but she stays positive always. So I was really thrilled. Christine wrote in very simple. She said, be grateful for what I have today and ready to accept opportunity every day. And isn't that something? I mean, everything that comes your way, you can turn into an opportunity, right? I think that's, um, that's really a beautiful
2: way to look at it. Thank you, Christine. I agree. It's, it's so nice to have that positive outlook even in the most difficult times. Looking for the lessons, looking for how can we grow from the experience even when times are tough.
1: Absolutely. And Pam Myers wrote in, she said, "Once I put my own mental well-being above perceived societal and family obligations it was so freeing love for others and respect for authority is not the issue but sacrificing happiness and wellness for the sake of holding on to what i think i need quote unquote to do to make others happy was so detrimental staying present reframing what's happened with gratitude and not making problems from events that haven't happened worry have been key for me. So, wow, a lot of good stuff there, Pam. Thanks for writing in.
2: Yes, that's, for me, that's really a lesson to be learned. The whole staying present um, is so important because I tend to worry. (laughs) So staying present and having that focus, that's awesome, Pam. Uh, And then we have from Mary Lou uh, Labuglio. She says, Funny, but when little, my mom read to me uh, the little choo-choo that could and told me that as long as I tried my best, there was nothing I could not do. I've carried that through my entire life. I went to a two-year business school, never graduated high school, so I could help support us. Dad died when I was nine. I did very well at typing, etc. I eventually got my high school equivalency and was hired by IBM. Don't ever tell me I'm not strong enough to do something because before you finish, it's done. Oh, I like that. Just staying strong, the perseverance and just, you know, believing in yourself, even when other people don't, you know, believe in yourself.
1: Yeah. Mary Lou is another dear friend of ours. She always has a smile on her face. And um, when, when you read that, I could hear it in her voice. Thank you, Mary Lou, for writing in. Lisa Stiles says, vision boards and affirmations hung around my house always helped me overcome my limiting beliefs. We're firm believers in those as well. We've talked about that on previous episodes. My friend Chrissy Ernst said, you make yourself happy. No one else can do that for you. Attitude, all about the attitude. That is so the truth. That's absolutely. Oh,
2: yes. yes. <laughs> absolutely. 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 Thanks again to everyone that took the time to share their tips on overcoming limiting beliefs. We really appreciate your time.
1: And we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. If we've inspired you to break your belief barriers, we hope you'll check out our website, newlivingthedreampodcast.com for more information. And if you've already achieved your goal, we would love to hear from you. Join our Facebook group, Simple Dream Life Strategies, and we can't wait to get inspired by your success.
2: Thanks for listening to Living the Dream Podcast, where we know it's not just about achieving your goals in the future, it's about enjoying your journey along the way.
0: Music for today's episode was provided by Peter Alden's Kingdom Classics, now available for purchase on our website. This presentation represents the opinions of the hosts and guests of the show. Our show is informational and for entertainment purposes only. Always consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome your comments and suggestions. Contact information for Krista Joy can be found at disneyways.com connect. Reach out to Christy Fredericks at DisneyWorldEnthusiast.com slash about. At Living the Dream Podcast, we know it's not just about achieving your goals in the future. It's about enjoying your journey along the way.